0: From the Tie Cats Audio Network. This is Tie Cats Today
1: with Louis Butko. Dane Evans will run to his
2: right, and the uh, heat is on from the Lions. This isn't enough to get to the end zone. It's tipped and intercepted. There were some Tiger Cats right there. Gary Peters ends up with the football. So, a uh, dramatic finish again here for the Tiger Cats, but they can't get it done. They can't get the comeback. In Vancouver, the Lions win 17 to 12.
0: RJ Broadhead with the call right here, as heard on the Tight Cats Audio Network. Louis Butko on your Friday, a very rare post-game edition of the show. Not too often. We immediately have an episode right after the game, but that's what we're doing here Friday morning. Thanks for checking us out on the Ticats Audio Network. As mentioned, Louis Butko here on Ticats today. And, uh, yeah, let me know how you're feeling because I took to Twitter last night, you know, 1 a.m., 1.30 a.m., whatever time that game ended last night, and it it was a punch in the gut, and I don't know why... This one seemed to hurt more than the other four losses this season, but it did. And maybe you don't feel the same way. Maybe you're kind of rolling your eyes at that and, you know, Lou, a loss is a loss, whatever. But this one, I don't know, just because it felt like they didn't do anything wrong, right? The offense was clicking. Dane was efficient. The defense was... Solid special teams. Yes, Seth Small missed an extra a point or missed a field goal late in the uh, in the first half. Uh, Mike Damagala, again another solid performance uh, handling the punting duties with John Ryan on the injured list. Um, you know Siante Evans going down late doesn't help. We saw them go after Des Lawrence late. The BC lines going after Des Lawrence in place of Siante. I, I believe we saw uh, uh, Stavros in, out there late, too, taking that spot of Siante Evans. So, that obviously is a tough blow and we'll keep our eye on that as the Ticats return to practice next week. Um, but yeah, man, there's just something about that game. Donny J on the ground was great. Again, I thought Dane Evans was efficient. You know, I, I you guys all have opinions on, on Twitter and that, that's always great and I try my best not to read the Facebook comments because I find, for some reason, Facebook can sometimes be more negative, but... The good news is there's still 12 games left this season. The bad news is you're one in five. But we've heard Coach say this before. I know it's a it's a trope of RJ as well that break the season up into thirds. One in five obviously sucks. That's not great. But now you look at what you got ahead of you. You have six straight games against divisional opponents, where you play the Alouettes, the Argonauts twice, the Alouettes. And then the Argonauts twice. Like, that's their schedule the next month and a half, right? And and there's Labor Day in there. There's home games in there. That's a a winnable stretch of games. And I would make the case that the past four games have been a winnable stretch of games for the Ticats, too. But the next six against divisional opponents are going to be huge. There's two against the Argos. I I put it out there on Twitter. They're only one game back at first place. Everybody thinking the Argos are going to win on uh, Sunday now with all the Saskatchewan team 13 I think at last count 13 Saskatchewan Rough Riders on the COVID list or dealing with COVID or tested positive for COVID five staff members as well but I mean I'm not I'm not here to, to discount the uh, the riders just yet it's in Saskatchewan uh, the Argos haven't necessarily proven they're a great football team and I say that knowing the Cats haven't proven that they're a great football team yet this season but again, there's lots of time to figure it out. These next six games are going to be crucial. There's a chance you can go 4-2. and two. There's a chance you can go 5-1. and one. Hell, there's a chance you can go 6-0. And, oh, right? and and then we're talking post-Labor Day. Talking about a team at 500, above 500, nearing 500. And it's the CFL, baby. That's the great thing about this league is you can finish second. Ticats finished second in the division last year. I'll remind you how that ended. At the Grey Cup. Not with the Grey Cup, but still... You know, I'd love to host an East final, love to host an East semifinal, but you just got to get in. You just got to get into the playoffs, and we've seen that time and time again. It's a long season. I know you're frustrated. I think there's a, a certain level of frustration that uh, that comes with a 1-5 in five football team. The players are just as upset as you are. They might not be on Twitter calling for anyone to be fired, like some of you are, which is, again... That's that's your prerogative, but these players take it seriously. They don't like losing. They're not going out there, collecting a game check, and, and moving on. I say that as somebody who sees them and talks to them almost every day. Like They don't like losing. And sometimes they might not say it or show it or showcase the same level of frustration of emotions that, that sometimes fans that you rightfully are allowed to showcase. Uh, but these guys don't like losing, and they will figure it out I, I believe so and again these next six games are going to be huge uh, you can always hit me up on twitter at louisb underscore tv to let me know how you feel you can email us at gameday at ticats.ca uh, let us know how you feel about the Cats. let us know how you feel about the show about the Cats audio network we're here to listen we're here to make some changes if that's what you are suggesting I, I couldn't imagine why you'd want to make any changes to this show, uh, but let us know on Twitter at LouieB TV at gameday or gameday at Ticats.ca is where you can hit us up. Uh, coming up in just a little bit, we're going to hear from uh, Coach O as he joined Tiger Cats post game last night. We'll hear from Donnie J as well. And uh, coming up, uh, some sad news coming down last night before the game as it was announced that uh, Doug Mitchell, a longtime coach, Canada football booster he's what much more than that but uh, Doug Mitchell passed away this week at the age of 83 and yes Doug Mitchell the father of Hamilton Sports Group CEO Scott Mitchell so our thoughts are going out to uh, Scott and the rest of his family but uh, we had a chance to catch up with Doug Mitchell and I'm actually really uh, grateful that it was about a month ago that we had a chance to uh Sit down, go one-on-one with Doug Mitchell, so uh, we'll replay that conversation for you coming up here on the show. Right now, let's run through a bit of the stats. Like I said, I didn't think it was a bad game necessarily from the Ticats by any stretch. No, they didn't get the win, but look at what Dane Evans did. 26 of 38, basically completing 75% of his passes. 66% of his passes for almost 300 yards, a touchdown, and just the one pick at the end of the game. Uh, Don Jackson, they tried to get the run game going. 11 attempts for 36 yards, but Dane Evans had 24 yards. They ended up finishing the game. uh, Haven't seen them run that efficiently in a while, but they ended up finishing the game with uh, 117 yards on the ground, outrunning BC in that category, which is pretty impressive when you consider the season that James Butler's having. And uh, Butler had a great game, though, too, 76 yards on 13 carries. The receivers, again, Dane Evans using everybody on the football field. Don Jackson, Shilts had a catch. Sean Thomas-Erlington, Ty Janowski, Emmanuel Butler, Tim White, Stephen Dunbar, Braylon Addison. They all had catches. Braylon Addison, one of his best games we've seen this season, uh, nine catches for 83 yards. Stephen Dunbar, five catches for 83 yards course had that touchdown as well. Tunde Adelke with a big interception. Julian Hauser with his first career CFL interception. Uh, Mike Johnson for a couple tackles for losses. So yeah, there's some positives to take away from this game. And Coach O referenced that on Tiger Cats postgame. Here's what he had to say as he joined RJ, uh, Luke, Andy, and Bubba on Tiger Cats postgame last night.
2: Yep. Uh, Couldn't be more pleased with the effort. Um, Very frustrated with the execution uh, at times. Um, You know, 12 games left and we'll regroup and uh, we'll start our season uh, with the Eastern Conference. But uh, yeah, this is a tough one, guys. Well, you know, I'm happy to I'm happy to single out positives from all three phases. But you know, just need to know that uh, we're, we're not we're not in this for, for for moral victories and we're not in this we're in this thing to win it. And we put ourselves in position to win this football game a few times um, when it comes to special teams. I thought we did a I thought we did a, r- a real good job of uh, covering, you know, I thought, you know, would have liked to have been perfect on field goals. But uh, they've, they've been solid all year and, and we lean on them a little bit, so um there's definitely lots of positives to build on we got to find a way to put it in the w column well i think it's just a a combination of a a commitment to it maybe some uh longer edges schematically and those type of things um you know it's there's just there's just type of emphasis that you put on it and things that we wanted to uh, establish uh to open things up for us um you know, and I thought, uh, you know, there's just a, a few second and longs. We'd like to get off the field defensively, but overall, you know, I know they had a, a, you know, the explosion early, but you know that they're a good running football team also, and they had the one explosion early there. So, you know, there, there's always lots of positives to draw on. Um, I just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm super I'm super proud of the effort. You know, they came out uh, fresh, and we're coming on a, a short week. And we had opportunities to win, dang it. We just didn't get it done.
0: And that is the head coach and president of football operations, Orlando Steinauer, as he spoke after the game last night. And you can catch the uh, full comments on Tiger Cats post-game, wherever you found this show. It's probably just the last show on your downloads list. So on the Tiger Cats Audio Network, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find us, Buzzsprout, uh, right below this show, I think is the game broadcast, and then below that... Uh, is Tire Cats post game. So check it out. The full comments. Andy, Clint, Bubba O'Neill, uh, RJ, and Luke breaking down last night's game right here on the Tie Cats audio network. They're also joined by Don Jackson. Again, an efficient game for Donnie J. Sure would have liked to have seen him break a, a few more huge runs, but uh, was efficient. Had a couple of catches, was decent on the ground. Uh, here's what he had to say after the game last night.
3: Yeah, I mean, th- our biggest thing was to make sure we try to uh, control the line of scrimmage. Uh, that was one of our game plans when we came out. Um, we had times, to- there was times where we were really good at that, and there were times that we weren't. So, um, that's a good football team over there. You got to, you got to hand it to them. Uh, completely motivated. That's really what it was for us. We know, we know the situation that we're in, and we're just trying to just go out and actually just play some good football. That's all we want to do is go out there and try to play some good, clean football. And we're not executing right now. That's what it is. We're not executing right now. So we just got to keep on. We got to keep going to work and keep working hard, and then and see what we can do to to get this thing right. Um, really just building momentum off the off the off the group that we have. Um, those guys are busting their ass, man. They're in there till five o'clock, six o'clock when guys are gone. They're in there five or six o'clock every day, and it's just gonna take that. It's gonna take us to be able to keep uh, working on the run game and giving our offense the opportunity to uh, not play behind the sticks. You know what I mean? So that's our biggest focus. Our biggest fo- We're motivated. We, we're we not we're not wilting for a second. Uh, we're excited to go back to work, and we're excited to approve off the things that we did well and get better at the things that we didn't. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to try to get in that training room, man, ice it up so I can be ready for next week, but All of us.
0: That is Don Jackson as he spoke with Tiger Cats game after the game last night. All right, uh, Ticats, quick turnaround, by the way. They'll return to practice, I believe, on Sunday. We'll keep you updated on that. Uh, Ticats.ca slash practice dash schedule is where you can find that once they figure it out. They got home late this morning, early this morning, I should say, uh, red-eye flight from Vancouver. So uh, probably won't be hearing much from the team today, uh, but should know their practice schedule. They are right back at it on Thursday, next Thursday, When they host the uh, Montreal Alouettes. And single game tickets still available if you're hoping to join us there. And uh, I believe I saw something pretty cool going on. Uh, We have partnered with our friends at Bench Brewing for a Thursday is the new Friday promotion. So for $33, you get a a ticket and you get early access to the craft beer gardens for a -a one-of-a-kind bench brewing sampling event. So 33 bucks. you don't have plans this Thursday, oh, that's a pretty good deal. You get a tasting from Bench. And if you've ever been to Bench uh, uh, along, uh, I believe it's Highway, what do we call that? Highway 8? It's here in Niagara. Or it's in Niagara, I should say. Excuse me. It's in Niagara, uh, in, uh, in Lincoln. And the Lincoln Lager, of course, the uh, official beer of the Hamilton Tiger Cats. You can get the uh, specially 2021 collective can uh, at Bench. And uh, yeah, that's a pretty good deal. 33 bucks for a ticket. Uh, Thursday is the new Friday promotion. Ticats.ca slash tickets is where you can find those. All right, before the game yesterday, we mentioned this off the top. Before the game yesterday, uh, a sad note uh, from us here at the Ticats and from across the CFL as uh, it was announced that uh, former CFL commissioner Doug Mitchell had passed away. And, of course, Doug is the – The father of Hamilton Sports Group CEO, uh, managing partner, Scott Mitchell. Um, We had a chance to actually catch up with Doug. We're going to play that conversation in just a second. Uh, The day he was inducted into the Canadian Football Hall of Fame, which again was just last month. uh, The CFL released a following statement regarding the passing of Doug Mitchell, quote, I am beyond saddened by the passing of Doug, his incredible passion for Canadian football inspired players, coaches, and executives to further his dream of building character and uniting our country through our great game. As the sixth commissioner of our league from 1984 to 1988, and also a former member of the CFL's board of governors and a driving force behind the Calgary Stampeders, he was known for his tremendous leadership and determination, but like so many Canadian football fans, I remember Doug most for his love of the game. When I think of his stewardship of the league or seeing the Youth Sports Athlete of the Year Award presented in his honor or watching some of the country's best young players hoist the Mitchell Bowl, I'm uplifted by how many lives he touched through sports. When he was welcomed in the Canadian Football Hall of Fame just last month, he and I spoke on the topics dearest to him, family and football. It was my honor and privilege to join in the occasion and for us to recognize all that he has done for our league and what he will always mean to our sport. We spoke of building of doing more and being better. We spoke of how our league can grow. Doug contributed mightily to our foundation. He would expect us all to do what we can to build upon it. We'll miss him dearly, and we send our heartmost condolences to what we often call the first family of football, Doug's wife Lois, the former Lieutenant Governor of Alberta, their four children, including Scott Mitchell, managing partner of Hamilton Sports Group and CEO of the Tiger Cats, and their many grandchildren that was a statement released by the commissioner randy Ambrosie mentioned that he talked to him last month at the canadian football hall of fame i also had a chance to catch up with doug mitchell and here's our conversation and it started off with me asking him how he feels how he's feeling or how he felt at the time about being inducted into the canadian football hall of fame
1: it means a lot, actually, when you think about it. And uh, it was one of those things that you think about as a kid and wonder if it's ever going to happen to you and how it happens. And uh, this is kind of the pinnacle in the Hall of Fame.
0: Hey, commissioner, you were a commissioner in this league. You were, uh, you know, uh, obviously a big executive uh, for a lot of different teams, including the Calgary Stampeders. And when you look at your your legacy, what do you hope people remember about your time in this league? Um, I think one of the benefits that I brought and,
1: um, is team play. And I never would accomplish what i accomplished in life without being a team player. And even the teams that I played for, I was a team player, but even my law firm, when I led us from an eight-man firm to the largest firm in Canada, you had to get people on board and you had to do it on the basis that you were a team player, it wasn't about you, it was about the firm. And I think I've always been a team player, no matter what I've been involved in.
0: One of your legacies, of course, is what you've helped do to grow the collegiate game here in this country and use sports. Um, When you look at that part of your football life, what stands out to you about that time?
1: I think getting identity and recognition for university sports is very, very difficult for them. And I look back on my one year at the University of British Columbia where I played for Frank Nupp. I don't know if you you're too young to remember Frank Nup, but he was, he made a real impression on my life. He basically had nothing. He rode his bike or walked to campus every day, right? And um, I would try and find our teammates at dinner time, and I'd always find them at Frank's house. He and his wife would be serving the board table to about 12 or 15 people every night, and he didn't want anything but success. He said to me one day, Doug, I have two jobs, one to win football games and one to create boys into men. And he, he lived by that. He didn't want anything materially. He just wanted to help people. And he was
0: the consummate giver. And to be able to do this, to be able to share this, this class of inductee with Orlando Steinauer, I know someone you know well, and yeah. to do it in this building, and I know you're very proud of your son and, and what your son has done with this team, but what does that mean to you? Uh, it's kind of great, right? You, you, you don't really think of it
1: at the time. But um, no, Scott's done really well, and he's a team player. Uh, when he talks about the Hamilton Tigers Cats, he makes sure he always talks about Bob Young, right? And Bob really is the creator of the team, and they've been a great uh, team together. And Scott has the same traits, I think: ability to give others credit. And you know, there are people that take credit for something they don't do, right? You meet a lot of those people in life. Well, you looked at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, but I, it is. People, are, I just think people have to give more, right? I, and I'm not talking about money. I'm just talking about making people feel good, thanking them for what they've done, right? I think it's tremendously important.
0: And that is Doug Mitchell, who passed away this week at the age of 83, as we spoke with him last month uh, when he was inducted in the Canadian Football Hall of Fame. And... Yes, the Cats lost, but uh, some things are bigger than a football game, and so we'll finish out this show just by sending our thoughts, sending our prayers to uh, Scott Mitchell, his family, and the rest of the Canadian football world family who is mourning the loss of Doug Mitchell. And on that note, that's it for us this week. We're back on Monday. From all of us here at the Ticats Audio Network, I'm Louie Buckhill. hoping you have a great weekend
1: today can be heard every weekday and we would like to hear from you
0: email us at gameday at
1: tiecats.ca have a question or an opinion we want to hear it that's gameday at tiecats.ca subscribe to the tiecats audio network on spotify or wherever you get your podcasts